Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm your Mexican Manny. <laughs> How you doing today, Manny? Uh, doing much better without this heat, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess, thank goodness for the smoke blocking all the heat. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should be thankful about that. I mean, it's giving you a cooler day. It really is, honestly. And I saw you didn't bring the Mustang today. Yep. You brought the truck. Yes, I brought the Toyota pickup. Nice. How's it running? Good. I mean, I let you drive it. Yeah. I mean, I felt it pretty nice. Yeah. Did good on the long drive out here? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Cool. Suspension's feeling better now that you've redone it, huh? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some uh, some topics here, Manny. Why don't you just kick us off? All righty. So we got some updates on the new Z and the Bronco. Yes. Well, let's start with the Z. They released a teaser... And unfortunately, we're going to be talking about the Z next week, too, because the overall unveil is technically tomorrow. Tomorrow, which is what? The 15th. The 15th of September. I think. Sure. (laughs) It's the 15th that they're unveiling. Yeah. Yeah, that is the 15th. So we're still missing details, so we'll probably be talking about this next week, too. But man, that teaser video pretty much showed what I was hoping for, the (laughs) manual option. Oh, yes. So, big shout out to Nissan. They're keeping the manuals alive. Would you be disappointed if they didn't do a manual? Absolutely. Would you? Oh, yeah. Would you? Yes. Would you? Oh, yeah. I'm actually a big fan of the Zs. Would you not? You you need to stop now, Manny. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm a big fan of the Zs. Um, I think, you know, I, I told you before, I was actually shopping for one for a while. It was just... You know, they were a little bit overpriced, for, in my opinion, for what they were at yeah. the time. And now that they're coming up, I think they're going to be, they're going to kill the Supra for sure. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it, not, it won't be as lightweight as the Supra is, you know? It might not handle as precise as the Supra will. But you know what? I bet you it's going to be a hell of a lot more fun to drive. Is Honda doing a collaboration with it too? I don't think so. <laughs> That's the good part. Why is that? I don't know. It's just original. I mean, there's a lot of cars over decades know, and decades of had collaborations. To throw shade I'm just trying to throw shade. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited to see it, though, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always loved the Zs. They're great. They've always been, you know, before Toyota had the FRS, the, the Z platform was the only, like, true Japanese sports car. Yeah. Manual, rear-wheel drive, you know? Wasn't really anything else out there. So the fact that they're continuing it on is going to be great. Nice. And, you know, if they push up power and price getting close to the super range, I I feel like way more people are going to go for it. Now, if we're talking about power, have they mentioned anything of what they're going to do with it? No, it's kind of believed that it's going to be the V6 uh, turbo that they used in the Qs and the Infinities. Okay. But, again, reveal's probably going to be in the next day, so... Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait on that, unfortunately. But if it's anything comparable in power, it's going to be roughly 400. Nice. Which is great because, you know, that platform for the most part didn't change a lot. You know, for the how long that the old platforms were, they didn't change a whole lot in power. Mm-hmm. Not that they necessarily needed to, but the fact that now they're going to actually get some oomph behind them, <laughs> that's going to be really nice. That's definitely going to be a good car to watch out for. I could see myself buying one. I know I 
buying too many now, but <laughs> a new one or an older one? New one. Okay. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe after the Type R. We'll see. <laughs> I, I, just, I just wish our buddy Omar would like drive his Z more often. Well, he's missing out. I know. They're actually a pretty fun car to drive. Yeah. He should drive it more. <laughs> if not, maybe, you know, we can buy it, you and me. We'll turn it into the unaccepted track car. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fun little project. Yeah, it would be, honestly. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's get into the Bronco now. So it the is now. Mexican bo- band? Yep. That's what we talk about here on this podcast, Manny. <laughs> hey, man, that's a dope-ass band. All right. <laughs> so it is confirmed the Bronco will not be receiving a V8 option. Uh, thank God. <laughs> thank God? I'm only saying that because fucking Dodge is being stupid with this shit. Well, yeah, so Dodge is rumored that they're going to throw the 6.4 in there into the Wrangler. Are they really? That's the rumor. Ah, oh, sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, well, it's kind of smart on their part because if you kind of look at the demographic that's looking to shop in those, boy, do they love V8s. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie on that part, actually. But I mean, for those that are a little bit more forward-thinking, they're going to look at Ford with the V6 twin turbo and think about tunability that's pretty damn tunable. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how much, well, I should say how much power do you need is what the power people want. <laughs> so I guess in one sense, it might be smart if they do it because it might bring those customers that otherwise wouldn't. Yeah. Just because of the V8. You know, mm-hmm. they might, there's, I'm sure there's a good portion of buyers for that that will buy the Jeep over the Ford just because of the V8 option. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that, too. The war continues. <laughs> Hopefully it's a good one. Keep it bloody. Uh, who knows? If they throw a, fi- a 5.0 in it, it might get bloody with crowds. Mm. Well, I mean, technically the Bronco is a horse, too. That is true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Ford will get you from the sidelines of a car show or if you're hiking in the mountains, we got you. <laughs> in second gear and third gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think this is going to be an interesting one. I'd like to I, – I love seeing that they're kind of going to keep bringing out the best. Yeah. Because that's what happens. As soon as the company loses competition, they get lazy. Yeah. I think that's what I would dodge. Well, I just think they just got lazy with shit and they just took a pause from the challengers. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't – highly engineered to begin with <laughs> they still aren't yeah well that's what i mean they they were out of the game of building those cars for a long time yeah at that same note though when ford lost their competition you know when the camaro wasn't being produced anymore mm-hmm. they got lazy and we got <laughs> three valves sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> but those three valves were ugh. <laughs> So that's the result of laziness. Mm-hmm. If there's no competition, you there's know, no improvement. Yeah, there's no there's no reason to. Who else are you going to buy from if you want that kind of style, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If you want a muscle car, who else were you going to buy from back then? Mm-hmm. Nobody. So that's kind of what happened. So yeah, competition is good. I hope Ford makes a good dent and keeps keeps um Wrangler on the fence too, and we got a good war going on to, for some great products. Definitely, definitely. 
But uh, all right, let's get into our next one. What do you got, Manny? Well, you did mention it just earlier. The war continues. Yes. And this war is Mob Psycho 100 meets Trump. Mob Psycho 100 meets Trump. Okay. The anime Mob Psycho. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I recognize it. I'm just trying to see where the connection's coming from. Okay, so for most people that don't know, Mob Psycho 100 is an anime. Uh, same creator as uh, One Punch Man, uh, if everybody... Yeah, One Punch. <laughs> one Punch! Oh my god, that soundtrack. I could not believe it hit me later on after a previous episode. Huh. That why I didn't bring that up that had a great-ass soundtrack to it as well. Yeah, it kind of did. But yeah, so One Punch... I mean, not One Punch Man. <laughs> Mob Psycho. Uh, follows around the guy named Mob Shigeru. Um, he's an esper, has uh, psychic powers... And he's under the wing of a con artist who's an egg, who claims to be an exorcist and uses mob as his tool to actually exercise evil spirits in Japan. Okay, yep. And he meets like an, like an evil organization that's all about espers and take over the world with psychic powers and everything. Uh, but with that, in a sense, if anybody hasn't checked it out, it's a really good anime. Second season is very dope. It's all at war since since the beginning of the, anime, of the season and everything. Highly recommendable for me, honestly. Uh, Tony, I just showed him a clip, so I think he might start watching it. It's up to him, though. Yeah, I recognize the thumbnail, and the thumbnail, like the animation on the thumbnail, obviously, is just like a picture. Yeah, and but that's after, what threw you off, huh? That's what kind of threw me off. I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if that bothered me, you know? <laughs> but then you showed me the video clip before we started recording, and I was like, okay, actually, this looks really good. Yeah, the <laughs> animation is very, like crisp honestly yeah the thumbnails just don't do it dush justice <laughs> it, it all it looks very crude I, th- you know? I think they do it on purpose maybe yeah it, it looks really crude but then all of a sudden when you showed me the video clip i was like that's actually super sharp and actually yeah. looks really good the color's very vivid like mm-hmm. it's really good yeah so the reason why we're saying that mob psycho meets trump in recently Eric Trump, the son of Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence, were like testing out algorithms with uh, different search engines to type in mob and see what they'd get. And when they got to Google, when they type in, type in the word mob and put search on Google, all this shows up is Mob Psycho 100. Okay. So they went on a rant saying that Google is actually conspiring, conspiring against politics to like shun away or do conspiracy theories and stuff against uh, politics, especially the Trump campaign and everything. Because the mob came up on a Google search for yeah. an anime called Mob Psycho. Yes. And these old people need to learn how technology works. <laughs> so uh, let me pull up the, uh, the tweet from Eric Trump real quick. It says, uh, he said, Google is once again trying to manipulate Americans, type mob or mobs into Google, and watch what comes up. Do the same way on any search engine. <laughs> And after that, it was Mob Psycho started to trend everywhere on the internet, social media, and everything. It got to a point where the official uh, Twitter account on uh, for Mob Psycho actually posted a tweet saying, "It's like I heard I'm trending again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just funny, like how they're like everybody's like saying like. Oh, like uh, this person is like Zach Davison on uh, Twitter. He said, Eric Trump thinking cartoon mobs like one or some sort of left wing Google conspiracy is a gift we needed today. (sighs) (laughs) And think about how much power and influence these people have in our country. 
or uh, Jeff Ruberg on Twitter says, uh, never did I think I'd ever, I'd live to see the day that Trump would accuse Mob Psycho 100 of being a conspiracy. I mean, remember we had the Florida man not too long ago. Yes. <laughs> that's, what that's why I said earlier, like you brought it up, the war continues. Yep. Apparently anime is a leftist Marxist <laughs> <laughs> fucking conspiracy now. But yeah, it's a, it's a anti-Trump conspiracy created by Google and that this is now the peak of 2020 for Trump supporters and everything. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I don't know whether Eric Trump is truly moronic or just gaslighting to feed fear into his dumb base. I mean, if anything, Google's just trying to... Re- like. To me, I think he's just... Trying to recommend a good anime. <laughs> well, it, well, that's because that's how the algorithm works. The yeah. algorithm goes based off of popularity, name, keywords, and brutes, and that's literally in the title of the anime. Like, they don't understand how the algorithm works, so they automatically... Like I said, it's either that they're so dumb that they don't understand it has nothing to do with it, or they're just using it to push a narrative to put people into a fearful state and to support wasn't there congressmen and women that held the committee and put some people that are in charge of the internet? Uh, yes, and it was actually the committee in Congress responsible for technology. And they didn't know. They were basically talking to, uh, uh, who was that? They were talking to Google, somebody from Google. And he's like, why does this come up on my iPhone? And he's like, sir, we don't make the iPhone. <laughs> 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 like, it's, oh my God, man. Just... You know, sometimes we do need to defer to the experts and not be so stupid publicly. <laughs> like, you know, you could be stupid. They're right if they want to be stupid, but maybe keep it behind closed doors. Ask an expert. They have access to that. They are the committee for there. that. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, so it just goes to show you that an enemy called Mob Psycho is more important than a mob. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. So overall, would you actually watch a mob cycle? Yeah. Now that I check it out. Yeah. After I've seen the animation clip and actually seen how well it's done, I'd watch it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, like I said to everybody that's listening, it's a really dope ass anime. It's got two seasons. Some people are now speculating that they want a third season after this whole thing is blew up and now it's trending again. (laughs) But who knows? I mean, the anime left off so good on the second season. For, so I don't spoil it or anything because like it just. So was off. this closed out? Uh in terms of manga or like like source material, I do not know. Honestly, I've been out of the loop when it comes to manga for a good while. But the way the anime ended, it just it was really good and everything. So if they were able to bring up something brand new, I don't know. But it'd be interesting to see. All right. Cool. And it'd be interesting to see how the studios that produce Mob Psycho are going to respond to this situation and stuff. That they're that I mean, they're actually seeing that their anime is like trending so big right now. I think it was. Do like, they need to? I mean, if they want to live off the high train, I guess it's up to them. Yeah, but I mean, just like with most things, especially coming out of like this politics where it's like really stupid shit like this, <laughs> it's gonna pass so quickly because they're gonna move on to something else because they figured out they looked stupid. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> So I don't think they really need to do anything. In a week or two, they're going to forget about it, and politicians are going to move on to something else, blabbering that's dumb, you know? And then bring up another anime later on. I mean, we'll see. Apparently, it's a war now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? I mean, I think uh, there was another anime that was recently tagged 
for like anti-government and everything. I think it was Shield Hero. Shield Hero? I'd have to look it up, honestly. Well, I mean, if you kind of think about it, a lot of them are quote-unquote like anti-government, you know? Yeah. It kind of starts off with a rebellion or, you know, some kind of like underdog going against the overwhelming authority of corruption and blah, 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 you know? There's a lot of them like that, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, whether or not they'll make the connections and find out our secret plans, Manny, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm surprised they never said anything about Gate, the anime. Oh, yeah. (laughs) When they had like legit, like the president of the US, Russia, and China sending their secret operatives to Japan to steal a couple of people. (laughs) 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 I'm like, I'm surprised that they haven't said anything about that one yet. (laughs) They haven't found it yet, Manny. Mm, they have a, they have to the google gate. it they have to go <laughs> it's in the gate they have to google gate that's how they're gonna find it they might find watergate if they did <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot well but, that's depressing that you know that's what's running our country but you know whatever <laughs> i find it very comedian honestly you find it what very funny oh no it is funny but it's kind of sad at the same time I mean, we got Ford already talking shit on this. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's expected from Florida, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. What else we got next, Manny? So next on our list, for everybody that didn't know or hasn't seen anything yet, uh, Microsoft did release full price and everything for the new Xbox Series consoles. So just to give a little recap to everybody, they are releasing a xbox series x and an xbox series s so two actual actual two consoles xbox series s is actually a smaller version of the series x cheaper does not have a disc drive so it's only digital purchase games only and uh less quality in like in a i think a smaller processor and hard drive and everything okay so it's not just missing a drive it's actually uh, underpowered as well not completely underpowered well not as powerful as the X. The, the X, yes. Okay. If I'm correct, it's going to be running around 3.6 gigahertz speed. Um, I think about like a 500 to, uh, hard, uh, 500 gigabyte hard drive with like a 10 gigabyte RAM, I think. I, okay. I, I think those are the specs when I do was doing my research and stuff. But in comparison to like this, the Xbox Series X console, which is a much bigger version, is going to have a full ultra Blu-ray disc hard drive. I think the starting like around a one terabyte hard drive as well. Uh, what else? And I think yeah, a better processor running at 4K. Um, and the uh, and I think the Series S was uh, going to be running at 1440. Okay. In quality, in terms of that and everything, so you will have the option to buy physical copy games for the Series X and everything. Cool. And they did announce that also for the Series S that this is actually the smallest Xbox console they've ever made. Oh, wow. It must be really compact. Yeah. So it's very, very compact, honestly. So if... And it's going to be cheaper as well in comparison to the Series X. So it's pretty much just a preference if everybody just wants to like uh, wants to pay the extra for like better processing speed and better quality and a disk drive. It's up to them, honestly. Um... But with the S, I mean, it's still a compact one that you can take almost anywhere. Uh, I think the Series X is actually really big, honestly. Okay. Like almost like a computer tower or maybe a little bit bulkier than that. Oh, really? Oh, I'm going to have to look up dimensions on that. Yeah, I have to look up the dimensions on that as well. 
I know you have an Xbox. So like, are you excited for this and everything? So, I actually got a little bit excited over um, their, I guess their weird payment plan thing they're going. I think it's actually a pretty interesting concept. Payment plan? Yes. What so, do you mean? It's like a layaway or what do you mean? Not like a layaway, actually. So... You remember we did the story about BMW um, doing subscription services for their options on the cars. Yes. So everything's subscription. Your music is Spotify, subscription, Netflix, streaming services, Crunchyroll, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Microsoft is catching on to this trend, and they're actually offering their consoles financed straight from Xbox, basically. This is the first I've heard of this, actually. Yeah, so I thought it was a really interesting concept. I think business-wise, I, like, I was really doing, smart. I was doing like digging in a bunch of articles and stuff, but I've never seen this before. Yeah, it it's actually pretty interesting because I think from a business standpoint, it might earn them a lot more business than they normally would not have get, gotten right away. You know what I mean? Like for me, like I don't usually buy things as soon as they come out. I wait a little while. I wait till they're in stores, wait for a sale, or you know what I mean? Something like that, you know? Yeah. Not so much because I have to save um, save X amount of dollars when I buy the console. More so that I don't really like taking giant chunk, you know, a couple hundred dollars, four or five hundred dollars, whatever it may be, and pulling that out of my account for a video game. Because mm-hmm. in all reality, I game, but I don't game heavily like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so me. To, yeah. So for me, like pulling out four or five hundred bucks just for a new console, I'm kind of like, eh, I'll wait till they're like, three or something <laughs> like or when they come up with like a bundle special yeah yeah so for me i don't want to spend that money on a video game unless i'm saving a ton of money because i don't i don't want to take that big chunk right away mm-hmm. you know yeah definitely so what they're doing is basically a two-year zero percent finance okay now with this finance it gives you access to kind of like their game pass so you'll have access to a certain amount of games while you have the console and paying off your console at the same time so it's a, it's like, okay, so PlayStation has a subscription service called PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. where you basically need this if you want to play online, access certain features of the console, yeah. and get special discounts on games every month. Or sometimes they'll give you free games. And if you continue to pay, so you can do it like one month, three months, or six pay months, for the year. or pay for the year. As long as you keep renewing the service, those games will stay in your library. Yes, so So, Xbox has the same thing right now. But including paying off the console. Is that what you're saying? Yes, so basically Xbox already has this service already. They have the Game Pass, they have Mm -hmm. the Live, and where you get discounts on games. Sometimes you can download. paying off the console. Exactly. This was separate before. This whole thing was separate just for games for your already purchased console. Now, this is going to be a two-year thing where you're actually including the purchase of your console with it. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's actually a pretty nice deal. Like, I don't know your gaming style, but like for me, there's a couple games I do get stuck on. But when I want to casually game, I do find myself hopping from game to game to game very quickly before I ever beat them or anything. Okay, so I upgraded a my PS4 to hold a four terabyte hard drive. And I it's gotten to a point where I just kept buying games and games and games just to see if I can ever fill up that four terabyte hard drive. <laughs> and at this point, I'm already at two terabytes or maybe a little oh, bit wow. more than that. Maybe close to three, I think. But I'm just like bumping games. And like, I could swear there's at least a good 
30% of the game is still unopened, sealed, oh, wow. <laughs> sitting in my room. So it, for me, like, I'll play a game, but I'll, like, I'll, like, just stay on it. I won't jump around until I actually finally finish it. Then I'll still to another game. It's kind of rare for me to find myself jumping from game to game and game. Uh, just recently, I just finished um, Dragon Age Inquisition. Put heavy amount of hours into it because I was doing almost every side quest, every research. And, like I was just basically trying to do everything in the game uh, before reaching the like basically before doing the actual main storyline and stuff. And that's pretty much what I'll do, which I really need to do for Witcher Three. Uh, I need to finish that because I was already in the DLC. I already beat the game, but I'm on the DLCs right now. Still have not. I've already finished one DLC. I just need to finish another one. I started the game. How are you enjoying? <laughs> are you enjoying it though? I did enjoy it, but again, like you know, for me, I don't game very often. So the ones that kind of call my attention and I get stuck to the most is like my Forza games mm-hmm. and my ESO game. That was one I got stuck to for a very long time. The Witcher, I did play the the Dragon Age one as well, mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of other ones that I played. I usually put about a two to three hours in, and then I'll come back to them maybe in a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one game or the one series actually in general that just has me rage quit most of the time, and I'll just like put it off to the side and not touch it because it just pisses me off. Is Dark Souls the Souls series? Yes, I figured. <laughs> But I still keep going out because I just love playing those games. Yeah, I've always I played almost every single game series that came out with for the Soul series. Yeah, so like I was saying, for me, I'm looking at this like it's a uh, thirty five dollars a month mm-hmm. for the X series. The X series, okay. So for me, and then I'm what's look- the full price? We said it was uh, five hundred, four ninety nine, four ninety nine. Yeah. Okay, so for the S series, actually, it's two ninety nine. Yes. So I think they're. Uh, their version for the finance on the S series is actually lower than the 35. Mm-hmm. And I just looked it up on an anime news work network uh, website for an article they did. It says it's 60% smaller than the X series. That's a lot. Yes, because if you see the picture, the controller, just two of them sitting on top of each other, that's the height of the Xbox S series. Oh, you're looking it up, huh? Yep. <laughs> uh, you're going to enjoy this. And... Yeah, so, again, no disk drive on that one. Yep, there it is. Okay, yeah, that's way smaller. Yeah. That almost looks roughly the size of the uh, the Xbox One, maybe a little bit thinner. I saw a meme the other day where they were showing that apartment owners already had the Xbox S series because they look like AC units hanging out the windows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at it. Does, not, does it not look like one? I mean, it definitely looks beefy. <laughs> the S series, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about the S series? Would you ever go for that one if not? Maybe or would you actually go for the X series? Uh, I'd go for the X. Like yeah. I like I like I said what I was saying right now is uh their new little finance thing where I don't have to pull out $500 for a console. Yeah. The 35 a month for me isn't really going to bother me or even I'm not, I won't even really notice it at all. Mm-hmm. And I can jump from game to game cuz they're all on that subscription base anyways. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to see how this is going to be because now the ball is in the court for Sony and how Sony's going to respond. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, for me, like, I was still up in the air. More than likely, when both of these got released, I was going to look at them and go, cool, 
I'll wait till they're on sale or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But now I'm looking at it like, shoot, maybe I'll just pre-order one and do the payments. <laughs> it won't hurt my uh, my race car money. <laughs> uh, you say that like every week, but something always happens. I know, but, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't really affect anything for the hobby money. It won't really affect anything for, you know, the spending money I do with my wife. Mm-hmm. And 35 bucks a month, I'll do it. Yeah, so everybody's now... Everybody has their like eyes locked on on Sony how they're going to respond to the situation. I think they will do like some sort of a conference this week um, to see how or like to unveil the new specs, price, everything, everything, everything about the console and everything. We've already got a preview that there's going to be two versions of the console, same size, just a little one bit thicker because it actually has a disk drive, and the other one's just going to be digital only. Yeah. Well, not so much thicker. It looks like they just kind of uh, added an annex to it, right? Yeah. Which, like, which, if you're kind of looking at both the Xbox and the PS uh, PlayStation, mm-hmm. that annex design almost looks lazy in comparison. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like Xbox went through and designed two almost completely different units. Yeah. Versus Sony just said, well, we'll just add a box right here. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, now we have to see like how Sony's going to respond in terms of price as well, because everybody wants to know about the price. Yeah, and I mean, I think historically they've been more expensive, no? Yeah, they have honestly. Uh, people are maybe are some are speculating that it might be like a hundred dollars more expensive than the Xbox X series. Um, who knows if they're actually going to do like a cheaper option like the S series with the PS5 console that has no disc drive, honestly? Yeah. But who knows if they also depleted the like the processing speed and everything on that one as well. True, very true. Uh, some people are just like saying, "Oh, it's probably just gonna be the same one, so it can still compete with Xbox and everything," which could be ideal, but it usually never happens. Yeah, well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. They gotta they gotta respond pretty strong. Like I said, I think from a business standpoint, Xbox just earned a shit ton more business than they would have going for traditional just buy. As a whole. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm one of those people right now that's already looking at it like, I'll do the subscription thing just because it's there and it's cheap, you know? Yeah. And otherwise, I probably wouldn't be looking to buy any console within the next year. <laughs> <laughs> so they just earned my business just off of that right there. Nice. So if you kind of think of it as a broader, broader sense, how many more people are thinking the way I am and mm-hmm. now they just got sold to the Xbox. Yeah. If Sony doesn't have something comparable or a cheap enough starting point to still bring them, they might lose a lot of business that way. It depends. I mean, you always have those console wars. So regardless, there's always going to be like those hard fanatics going after it. There is always the hard fanatics, but those hard fanatics you will never change. True. Right? I'm talking about people like me who are a little bit more on the fence that aren't super concerned about it. But if they see something like this, oh, it just swayed me that way. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Yeah. So that's that's a that's actually a pretty significant hit. Yeah. So we're gonna see possibly this week, hopefully, what Sony's gonna do for the response after Microsoft unveiled everything as well. Uh, I think the one thing that's gonna piss me off the most, and I already know it, it's gonna happen: GTA Five for Xbox X Series and PS Five, an enhanced version. <clears throat> Isn't that game like super old now? Yes, but it's still going on. I mean, like, they, what, didn't they just bring it out to the Nintendo Switch? 
Did they? I didn't know that. I think they did. I'm not too sure. Don't call me on that. But like every time there's always a new console, they say, oh yeah, GTA 5 for that one. Just Dance, Minecraft. I mean, you hit with what you know and make sure you get the performance, the the buying going, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah, that's definitely. what sells the consoles. But that's the thing, like Rockstar Games actually teased a bunch of stuff where actually everybody was really excited because they actually thought there was a sixth game in the works. But the moment they finally realized it was just an enhanced version of GTA 5, they were so let down from that tease. <laughs> Well, that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> They're just basically trying to milk it as much as possible still. It's a cash cow, dude. Oh, yeah, definitely. Until we let it go, they won't bring another one. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Well, but that's pretty much it. Just looking excited to see how Sony's going to respond. Nice. Well, let's keep an eye on that one so we can do a good update episode of this. Because yeah. I'm interested. Oh, and uh, I believe the Xbox goes on pre-order September 22nd. Ooh. Yeah, we'll see if I actually pre-order one. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> you could always just use it as a table. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely could. It'll be a nice coffee table for the studio here. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> just think I can mount it right there. I can right? just mount the TV right there. That is true. But, all right. Well, what do we got next, Manny? What's going on? You did type something. I don't know what you typed, honestly. Or you wrote on the board, honestly. Oh, it's my turn. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, that is a ACS short track. Auto okay. Club Speedway, Fontana. Oh, okay. So, NASCAR has proposed to move forward with converting Auto Club Speedway to a short track. Short track? Yes. So a short track with NASCAR is basically a track that's less than a mile in length. Okay. Uh, right now, I believe Auto Club is a long track or like an intermediate maybe. And what what made them go to this route now? So with short tracks, uh, the racing is a little bit more exciting because they're not having to travel so long before getting into making their left turn. Left turn. Left turn, yeah. So it's a little bit faster as far as um, making contact overpasses, getting to the banks, getting their turns in, all that kind of stuff. You have less time of travel in order to draft behind another car. There's a lot of things that make everything just quicker. But is there like, did something happen, like something occurred that made them want to go out this way or? This is just. Uh, or are they just trying to test stuff? This is not trying to test stuff. This is what, um, so there's not very many short tracks mm-hmm. and they want more. Obviously, this is what the fan bases want. You know, this is what they want to see more of. And Auto Club does not want to lose, you know, all the buzz they get from LA. You know, they have. You know, the L.A., the Auto Club is where they attract a lot of celebrities to come out and watch these races and stuff. Definitely. And they get really good crowds out. Now, in order to keep that, they want to keep their track exciting. So they're, they've are they been trying to move forward to turn this into a short track. Oh, okay. So I guess the plan is that they want to get this. Um, they want to start construction after the race of 2021. Soon race as the- of 2021? And when does that take place? No clue. (laughs) I'll be looking into it more because this actually affects me personally, which I'll get into in a second. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess after that race, they want to begin construction and have it ready for the 2022 season. Mm -hmm. 
Now, the reason I say this affects me permanently, or per- permanently, I meant personally, is because if the track is converted to a short track, I don't think they'll be able to keep the Roval. Ooh. Yes. I, yeah, no, I, yeah, it hits me now. Why? Yeah. Yeah, it hits me now. Why? So, you know, the tracks was, um, has been, is so big right now, right? And that's why they're able to cut off half of the oval and run that middle, that infield for the road course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you know, road course racing is what I want to be doing. And I've raced that track a couple times now and I fucking love that track. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's really fun. It's a fun track to do. Now, if they convert it into a short track, I don't know if they're going to have the room for that or the space or how they're going to renovate it to even keep anything like that going. So they're going to like reconstruct the whole track or just put on a separate plot of land? No, this is going to be reconstruction of the track. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yes. Now, I don't know how this is going to affect you know the drag area because obviously when they redo this, they might be moving those bleachers. Well, the drag area is like off to the side, isn't it? It is, but they're planning to redo a lot of construction where I I actually pulled this article from a drag racing site mm-hmm. <laughs> where they're worried about what's going to happen with the drag strip right there. Okay. So, obviously, everything's going to be shifted around and moved. They're going to redo that whole section right there. So, are they going to redo the whole stadium as well or just the track only? The stadium as well. Okay. So, complete reconstruction of everything. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is going to be a complete re- reconstruction. And like I said, if they go short track and it sounds like that's what they're kind of pushing towards, no more Roval. Hmm. And no more Roval makes Tony sad because that was like the closest big road course that we can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the closest to home that we were able to do. What about Adam's track? I mean like real road course. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry, Adam's track, and I'm sorry, Apple Valley, but I meant like an actual full road course. Oof. So it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sucks because this was, you know, like it was super cool to be able to go to Auto Club, pull out of the hot pits, and actually have, you know, 100,000-seat stadiums when you're flying by the the finish line, given the seats are empty, but... <laughs> It was still a really fun track and a really cool experience to race on. I've only been to Auto Club Studio once, honestly. Uh huh. And that was just for IFO import face-off. Okay, so you haven't really seen the the road course or the oval track, huh? No, not once in my life. Okay, so tell you what. My plan is to start registering for almost every Roval event I could until it's gone. <laughs> Come with me. I'm done. Come with me one of one of at least one. Yeah. And depending on which, you know, organizer event's going on, maybe I can take you as a passenger. Okay. If not with me, maybe with one of the more uh, advanced guys, you can run passenger with them. Yeah. And it is seriously epic to run your car. I think I'd get about I get to about 127, 130 when I start hitting the bank mm-hmm. of the oval and it's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So definitely come out with me. Like I said, I'm going to try to start registering for all the Roval events and get as much seat time on there before it disappears. Okay, nice. So anybody listening to this who has um, drove the Roval before, I know Jaime. Uh, I know Jaime has, obviously. He taught me the Roval course. 
Um, John from 91 Octane, I know he was there too he, um, for the NASA event. So, yeah, let's let's get together. Let's all hit the Roval before it goes, man, because that's going to suck. Nice. Anybody who maybe has been thinking about getting into the track, you'll find me there. <laughs> <laughs> DM me. We'll, we'll set something up and introduce you. Might as well race this one before it goes. Because like, after this, you it's just me of the that, desert. You remind me of that scene from Benchwarmers. Like, you build it, they will come. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. Why with ASMR? Well, you take it that way. <laughs> I never even thought of it that way. But, yeah, without after this is gone, basically it's all the desert tracks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Auto Club's are pretty nice. You know, the facilities are, you know, they're old. They're not brand new, but they're nicer, a mm-hmm. lot nicer than some of the desert tracks, man. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is a desert, too, honestly? Yeah, very true. But that's why I said I, I would hate to kind of see it go. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they will still do autocross there. Because obviously they're still going to have a giant parking lot and cones. Hey. Boo. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it doesn't interest me as much anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it really doesn't. No, yeah, I remember when you said that about that. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll redo the road course in a smaller way. But I kind of doubt it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So time will tell, but... The Roval as we know it, I don't think is going to be there once they do mm-hmm. this short track for NASCAR. So let's get it done. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Yeah, that's my sad story. Sorry. Uh, for once, it's not me. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> what is this world coming into? All right. What do we got next? The uh, Instagram questions? Yes. yes All right. Yes, yes. So our, our question for this week was... Uh, since we did talk about this in a previous few episodes, I just wanted to get like an update on like what's everybody's favorite anime 2020 summer anime that's came out so far. I mean, we had, we named off quite a few when we talked about like the top 10 that were streaming and updating and stuff. So we got quite a few responses, some joke responses from our buddies, honestly, <laughs> I would say. I don't know if they were actually being serious and everything. Uh, but we have a uh, hentai wagon. His response was to many this year, but personally, was a huge fan of Misfit of the Demon King Academy. I have been seeing a lot of that talk. Our, our buddy Angel talked to me about it too, honestly. So after seeing uh, hentai wagon, and actually we had let's see, one, and then uh, let's see, two. About three people actually respond saying D- uh, Misfit Demon King or Academy. Okay. So uh, I am now inclined to want to watch it now. Oh, it's on the list now. Yeah, it's definitely. On. All right. And oh, I probably yeah. will because, like I said, I finished Dragon Age Inquisition, so I'm getting back into anime. Oh, and a big shout out to Hentai Wagon, the king of LGBT. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. Yes, I remember that. But crazy small world. <laughs> yes. Somebody had to have tagged him. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, I did actually start watching Onagai Twins, the sequel for Onagai Teacher. Okay. I'm actually enjoying it more than Onagai Teacher. Less cringe or more cringe? More comedy. Okay. More cringe, but more comedy. Less <laughs> less, less of the sad factor and the bullshit from the first, se- from the okay. first series and everything. So, And they it does actually portray in the same town as the first uh, anime when I got teacher got it just about I think it's like two years later in the story and so after that we did have sad Moses saying Azako or 
Azokin. I I don't know. I it's that weird anime that has like really weird animation and everything. Like three girls and everything. Not sure. I don't know. Uh, that was a winter anime for 2020, so I straight up just told him like, "Dude, that's winter, not not summer." Mm. Yeah. So, uh Sad Moses said that we did have another submission uh MX5 Uzumaki his was the one assassination teacher which is basically assassination classroom <laughs> and I was like bro that, that was, was years ago that was 2015 <laughs> so after that he resubmitted his uh, submission again okay and it was uh Snafu my teen romantic comedy Climax. isn't that an older one too the fourth season is actually going on right now oh okay got it got yeah it. it is an older one but right now is for season four which is the final season for the series here in 2020 uh, summer. Oh, all right, all right. That's one that you told me to watch, right? Yes. If you're into like romantic comedy, I mean, it's it doesn't have much comedy into it, but it's still pretty good. It's pretty pretty good, honestly. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's just it just depends if he favors you or not. Yeah. All right. And when I did his response, I said Ira Ishiki was best girl. So hopefully, I don't piss off the fanboys with that shit. Oh geez, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God, our buddy Leo, unknown V two, uh huh, made two submissions. Two submissions. What's the first one? You could already guess. No, I can't. Mysterious girlfriend X. That was so long ago. <laughs> yeah. He told me he's like, why haven't you submitted a uh, post in my response? I was like, it's not worth it, dude. <laughs> and then he resubmitted saying Gintama. I was like, no, boy. We swear we're normally nicer to our listeners. We just know them personally, so they catch a lot more fade. <laughs> like Sparky. Yeah. He said Boruto. Oh, geez. <laughs> well, hold on. Is there another new season? No, it's just the same shit. Right. It's, it's, it's a, uh, okay, okay. When it comes to mainstream animes like this, I don't consider them um, seasonal animes like summer 2020 or winter 2020. I just consider them their own separate category when it comes to that shit. So, All right. so I don't, it has to be like brand new seasons for me, like brand new animes or just new seasons. Like I said, mainstream animes. No, I don't consider it. Okay. And then for another response, uh, a Pody, his response was, uh, rent a girlfriend. Rent a girlfriend. That one anime where the guy just rents a girlfriend in Japan to to go on dates with him. I think you talked about this one before on the podcast, right? Yes, when I did the top ten for the first week of uh, summer twenty twenty animes. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. Okay. Where I also that's where the title yeah. sounds familiar. For where me. I also mentioned that they actually there was an article that confirmed that there's an actual service where you can rent out girls in Japan to be your girlfriends for a day, or I by mean, the or by the hour. I mean, they're called escorts, Manny. Come on now. No, this is no. This is completely something different. Actually, I know, I know. You. This is like simple level shit. So, uh, my response to him was just a picture of a scene from the anime and the word "simp" at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and then for another response, uh, let's see. Oh, Ray Zero Seven Season Two by our buddy Blacksican Tommy mm-hmm. uh, with. Ekita, best girl. And I have to agree with him, honestly. <laughs> All right. So I'll have to agree with him. Oh, God damn it. I just realized that our buddy Sparky just did another response. Again right now? Hinamatsuri. Just don't even respond to that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I mean, do you have any animes right now that you think are your top one right now for summer 2020? 
Um, honestly, the only one I've been watching is ReZero. Is that the only one you're watching? Yeah, right now. Are you now. caught up with it? No. No? Don't spoil it for me, Manny. <laughs> oh, dude. You, wait, how far did you get? I only got like four in. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm not spoiling shit because... Yeah, well, you know me. I like to like let it pile and then I'll binge it like on a weekend and just watch fucking 20 episodes or no, something. No, you're going to be in for a very hardcore roller coaster ride. All right. All right. Uh, for me... Uh, it's gonna it's gonna really have to be um, Ray Zero as well. Yeah, but only I only say that because I'm just letting Snafu, my team romantic comedy season four, piling up as well. So I haven't got a chance to start watching it yet. Okay, I did start rewatching to the third season so I can get caught up again, like get refresh my mind with that anime and stuff, so I can like go into fourth season and know what I'm know what they're talking about from previous seasons and stuff. Yep. So. Uh, I'll probably have to start watching that soon, honestly. So, guys. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then, so for next week, we will be doing an anime review. So, not IG questions this time. Got it. What are we reviewing next week? Cross Aang. Cross Aang. Got it. Send me a link to it so I don't, because I'll forget the name for sure. Oh, yeah. I'll let you know. All right. Cool. What else we got? Uh, So, project updates. Yes, yes, yes. So, well, obviously you brought the truck, so major, major update for you. <laughs> yeah, it's mobile. It's mobile. <laughs> it's mobile. <laughs> well, because you were kind of keeping it local for a while now. Yeah, yeah, you weren't really wanting to take it on these long drives. So, I was just trying to like make sure I had everything stable, like in case I took a long drive and next thing I get stranded. <laughs> You're in an old car, Manny. Better be ready for one of those days. I mean, that already happened on Thursday. A little bit, a little bit. So, all right. <laughs> yeah, so for anybody local to SoCal, California, there is a meet called Otaku Thursdays. Uh, they switch off locations. Sometimes it's going to be in Chino Hills, and sometimes it will be in Tustin in Orange County. Uh, Weeb Anime Car Meet, I decided to take out the El Camino because some of my friends told me to take it because it would be mad flex on everybody because it's an anime weeb event. <laughs> and... Car was running smooth, solid. I let it warm up and everything before I take it out. Drive was actually really nice and everything. Really cool weather, honestly, too. So thank you, Smoke. <laughs> uh, I'm still sad to say I agree with that. But I guess something overheated, and that when I tried to remove it to a different parking lot, it didn't want to turn on anymore. But you were able to restart it. After we let the, uh, the whole engine and everything cool down, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so weird because my gauge said zero oil pressure. We we still sh- looked at the, what was it, the oil, the fuel pressure gauge. Is fuel it- pressure gauge was showing um, pressure. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It, it literally was just something got hot and didn't want to go. I, like I said, from my experience, I know with the older Fox bodies, they're notorious for uh, heat soak on the starters. So, like... If before I did the upgrade, because I actually upgraded most of my Fox bodies with the starters from a, a SN95, mm-hmm. you couldn't drive them, turn them off, and then just tr- expect to restart it because it would not. <laughs> the starters would heat soak, and the car would have to cool off and then start up no problem. Damn. So I don't know if that's a issue with the, you know the the El Camino as well, but it might be. I'll just, I'm gonna have to look up that stuff honestly. But going back to the Toyota pickup, I will, I mean, I mean, the list is already there. 
uh, front and rear shocks, ignition coils, uh, spark plugs, spark plug wires, distributor cap, rotor in the distributor, um, engine motor mounts, uh, tail lights, headlights in the work, energy hub, steering wheel, and quick release. Um, the next step is going to be most likely, I think we talked about this earlier, sway bars? Is that what we talked about earlier? Oh, no, I was telling you to check all your bushings. Ah, yes, 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 bushings. And uh, I'm probably going to look into the starter and replace it with a brand new one as well. Okay. Because I do notice it has like a lag every time I try to turn it on. So it's not The solenoid's not kicking in as hard. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. Um, I think there was something else that I was thinking about changing. I just can't remember, honestly. Besides the intake. Don't know. No, that's pretty much it. Uh, but with other updates on the El Camino, I bought a new fuel filter, K&N air filter, rewashable, so that's even better than just the standard paper filters. Cause, especially where you live? Yeah, especially as I live off-road. And I'll pretty, I mean, it was pretty pricey, honestly, but I'm pretty much going to make my money ba- make my money back because I don't have to, won't have to replace it with the paper filters. Yeah. With uh, the rewashable factor and everything. I finally bought aluminum valve covers because the the chrome valve covers they they're more susceptible to oil leaks because the material and everything. Yeah, they look flashy, but like honestly, it's just not worth the maintenance. Honestly, in my opinion, for me, so aluminum to uh, aluminum all the way to go. Honestly, um, and then this week I will be buying a Holly Sniper EFI conversion kit. Ooh, that's yes. a big one. It's gonna big. It's it's gonna take a huge hit to my savings account <laughs> because if I didn't plan on this, that that money actually would have went towards the Toyota pickup to get repainted. Okay. So uh, now that I'm gonna have this factor going into this, I'm gonna be making the El Camino EFI. Nice. And the nice thing about this, I mean, it keeps that classic old look, like if it's a carburetor, so it doesn't look anything weird, especially. So it just keeps that old school look. Okay. Yeah, so that's basically like that Phytech that the, yes, that the, I was the, showing you with the Mustangs, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yes. Very nice. Yeah, so I'll be going with that. It's a little bit more pricier than Phytech, but more bang for the buck and better customer support from what all the other people have always told me so far from other classic car owners. All right, nice. Yeah, and then after that, uh, I did get in touch with a buddy, a mutual friend of ours for, with me and Leo and everything. I've known him for a while and everything. I had him look over the wiring inside the engine bay for like the headlights and everything else he was just amazed like how much like how much of a shitty job it was how bad it was and especially with all the amount of relays from the previous owner put just to make all the four headlights turn on at the same time and he was impressed but also like cringed at just seeing it (laughs) so he just told me like dude like honestly we can just like so much simplify all this wiring you really don't need all these relays and everything and it will help me also because then I can actually finally install those LED um, halo projector lights. Yes, I know those have been in the works for a while. Yeah, I just need the wiring because, like I said, we tried plugging them in. They don't they don't turn on. Uh, at first, we thought I got defective ones, but when we plugged them onto another buddy's truck, they turned on high beams and low beams. So we're just we're just gonna try to like simplify all that wiring, route it, organize it, everything, uh, redo wiring, especially on certain parts too. And just clean it up and actually make it look really decent and looking. That's great. Yeah, that's kind of the thing about when you get old cars, 
other people's hands been in them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not everybody does it nice. Yeah. <laughs> but that's always the risk when you're getting older, used cars. Yeah, definitely. Especially at that age. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's been plenty of people who stuck their hands in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, I'm still kind of idling by, to be honest. Like I said, I'm doing a little bit of background stuff to figure out where I'm going to where I'm going to sell, where I'm going to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I did actually go on a little adventure in the wagon. <laughs> Define adventure. Well, the event I, I went to last weekend for Labor Day weekend. Oh, yes, yes, the charity um, event. Yeah, yeah. I actually won something in the raffle. So I went back down out there to go pick it up. And so I went Couldn't back... Did you just get it during the day of the raffle? Or did they... Or how did that raffle work? Oh, I left before they did the raffle. Oh. Yeah, but the raffle ticket had my phone number on it. Okay, so they just held it on for you? Yep. Oh, that's nice. They actually respected it then. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's what they kind of said. They're like, well, they were planning to do the raffle at the very end. They said, put your phone number, and if you guys get called, we'll send you guys a text message. I'm pretty sure they had that already in mind that they could do that because nobody's going to want to stay around, especially for the heat. Well, they figured in case of the heat and... Because it was three days, mm-hmm. if somebody bought a raffle ticket Saturday... And didn't show up the last day. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. So this way they can go whatever day they wanted to and still buy a raffle ticket and know that it'll still count even if they're not there. Oh, for sure. And, and so you went to go pick a, pick up your prize this weekend. Yes. Yes. So I was going to take the truck. Obviously, it's off-road to get to that um, facility. Mm-hmm. But wifey was home... She didn't want to come with me, and I was like, well, uh, I'm going to take the wagon. <laughs> Wait, you went off-roading in it? Yeah. <laughs> That's a really nice car to be going off-roading in it. It has all-wheel drive. And? That's what it's made for, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know whether to agree or disagree. Uh, I mean, I hit a good 60 miles an hour in the dirt. 60 miles off <laughs> Off-roading? Yeah. You're not on a ball of a truck, fool. I know, but it was fun. It felt fine. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I slowed down not because it felt sketch. It was mostly because I looked down and said, whoops, probably shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> this fool. But no, it felt nice. It felt fine. It was fun. <laughs> I had a good time. When I showed up to the facility, they saw the giant dust cloud. They're like, well, you had fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what the police officer said when I was dry- speeding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I found a little plateau area, did a bunch of donuts. I kind of wish I had somebody there with me so they could have took some video. Oh, but... you did donuts in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Oh man, I enjoyed it. It was pretty nice. And uh, I pretty much took the back roads and little canyon roads all the way home. Wagon's fun. Grandma car for life. <laughs> <laughs> I can already imagine you just taking to the track and just people getting pissed off because they're getting overpassed by a grandma car. Honestly, after driving it this past weekend, I want to track it now. Well, Syrah agreed to it, though. We'll see. We'll find out. Might not have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) But no, actually, I'm honestly really curious to track it now. Okay. It felt really nice, very in control. Obviously not like the fucking Type R, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it felt pretty decent. Okay. It'd be pretty nice to, like, pass somebody up in a grandma car. <laughs> Here comes the grandma station wagon. <laughs> yeah. 
But maybe before I do it, I'll throw the tune just to make sure I pass. Because I was looking into it already. Yeah, I started looking at mods. and <laughs> They have a mod, uh, just, just the tune on the basic, without any other mods. I can get 300 horses in about 360 torque. Ooh. Pretty fun for a grandma wagon. That'd be dope. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe in the future, maybe I'll try to take it to the Roval before it goes down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be fun, actually. That would be really fun. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a little adventure with it. Just, I owe her a car wash now, but... <laughs> just just pile as much as people inside the wagon and just take that Roval. You know, if they would let me, I would. <laughs> okay, Grange. That would be interesting, actually. <laughs> so I do have a time comparison of uh, the Type R fully loaded. Mm. When I first got the Type R and I still had the stock 20s on it, yeah. I filled it up with people and I went out and tracked it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I did a 111 with an extra five six hundred pounds <laughs> of people <laughs> so that was pretty fun not bad not bad not bad at all no it impressed me <laughs> i'm sure that helped destroy the tires that day but oh shit i forgot about that yeah <laughs> full sander don't send it all manny but uh, i think with that we'll call that an episode manny why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us yeah you can definitely find us on instagram twitter and facebook at unaccepted pod and we have, do have a website if you want to check out our merch, stickers, all that stuff. It's uh, unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you'd like to send an email, an unaccepted rev, or any hate mail, death threats, email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we will see you guys next Wednesday. Signing off.